Hello, this is Sadil from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Friday the 19th of November. India recorded 11,106 new cases of coronavirus in the last 24 hours, pushing the total infection tally to over 3.44 crore. The number of new infections is marginally lower than yesterday's count of 11,919 cases. With 459 deaths in the past 24 hours, the cumulative death toll has climbed to 4,65,082. The Times of India reported that the active caseload of infections in our country, which stands at 1,37,416, is at its lowest since the past nine months, according to the data by the Health Ministry. Statewide restrictions imposed in view of the COVID-19 pandemic will be cancelled in Uttarakhand with effect from November 20th. according to the Uttarakhand State Disaster Management Authority however wearing of masks will be mandatory at public places workplaces and on public transport the coronavirus has infected over 255 million people in the world and caused more than 5.1 million deaths so far according to the Johns Hopkins University Prime Minister Narendra Modi today announced that his government would repeal the three farm laws passed by the parliament a year ago which had led to massive protests by farmers in several states addressing the nation at 9 am today prime minister narendra modi apologized to the nation he said and i quote we worked to provide farmers with seeds at reasonable rates and facilities like micro irrigation 22 crore soil health cards such factors have contributed to increased agricultural production however we fail to make them understand the benefits of the new laws and as such we have decided to roll them back unquote He further said and I quote on the Prakash Purab of Sri Guru Nanak Dev ji I urge all the protesting farmers to return to their homes and farms unquote The procedure to roll back the laws would take place during the winter session of the parliament that is set to begin next week The news of the laws being repealed was met with joy by the protesting farmers who had been camping on Delhi borders for nearly a year Protesters at the Ghazipur border celebrated the news by distributing jalebis Many opposition leaders such as Rahul Gandhi, Mamta Banerjee and Arvind Kejriwal have made statements congratulating the farmers for their victory. However, the Bharatiya Kisan Union leader Rakesh Tikath, who has been spearheading the movement, reiterated today that the protesting farmers will return to their homes only after the decision is duly passed by the parliament. The Prime Minister in his speech today also said that a separate committee will be formed to make the process of procuring crops using minimum support price or MSP more effective and transparent the committee will have representatives of the central government the state governments farmers agricultural scientists and agricultural economists farmers have been camping at delhi's singhu tikri and ghazipur borders since last november protesting against the center's three farm laws at news laundry we have reported extensively on the farmers protest you can read our ground reports interviews and video stories on the protests on newslaundry.com over the course of multiple reports the farmers told our reporters about their growing frustration with the media and the modi government check out my colleague nidhi suresh's report titled media has lost our trust why protesting farmers are angry with godi media and if we get covid it's modi's fault why farmers at delhi's borders aren't leaving listeners we are able to report in great detail on issues such as these because we are a reader supported news organization we are accountable to only you our subscribers so if you're not a subscriber already head on to newslaundry.com and click on the red subscribe button on the top right corner on the screen the lowest subscriptions start at only rupees 300 a month 
the India Meteorological Department issued flash flood warnings for Tamil Nadu, Andhra Pradesh and Puducherry today after the region has witnessed excessive rainfall due to a depression over the southwest bay of Bengal. Heavy rains lashed parts of Andhra Pradesh, flooding homes and roads. Extreme flooding was witnessed in Tirupati yesterday, which left hundreds of pilgrims stranded as heavy downpour lashed the temple town of Andhra Pradesh. The Sri Venkateshwara Temple atop Tirumala, more commonly referred to as the Tirupati Temple, located in Andhra Pradesh's Tittu district, has been closed for devotees from today. The temple is surrounded by seven hills. As the temple is located on the peak of the seventh hill, Venkatadri, the rainwater directly flowed into the holy shrine. The rainwater has flooded the temple premises, forcing authorities to pump out the water, the news minute has reported. The two ghat roads leading to the Tiramala hills were closed for traffic following the flood and landslides. The Andhra Pradesh government today announced the next gratia of Rs 5 lakh to families of those who died due to the rain havoc in the state. The death toll is yet to be ascertained. In Tamil Nadu, nine people were killed in the Vellu district today when the house in which they were staying collapsed due to incessant rainfall. The deceased include four women and four children and one man. The house collapsed when the family was fast asleep. Tamil Nadu has received 61% excess rainfall during the ongoing northeast monsoon period starting October 1 till date, the state government said yesterday. 13 districts in Tamil Nadu have declared holidays for schools and colleges today. Schools and colleges in Puducherry and Karaikal have also been closed. The meteorological department has predicted heavy rains in isolated areas across the state, followed by a gradual decline in rainfall in certain areas over the coming week, the Indian Express has reported. The Supreme Court appointed panelist on the case of farm laws, Mr. Anil Ghanwat, made a controversial remark today where he described the central government's decision to repeal the three farm laws as a regressive approach adopted by the ruling party to make electoral gains. Mr. Ghanwat told the Press Trust of India and I quote, Our panel had submitted several corrections and solutions over the three farm laws, but instead of using it to solve the impasse, PM Modi and BJP chose to backtrack. They just want to win elections and nothing else, unquote. He further added that the decision to repeal the farm laws was purely political and was made with an aim to win the Uttar Pradesh and Punjab elections in the coming months. Anil Ghanwat said that the decision to repeal the three farm laws has now closed the doors of all types of reforms in agriculture and its marketing sector. The farmer's interest has been sacrificed over the party's political interest, he claimed. The Jammu and Kashmir administration exhumed the bodies of two civilians killed in a police encounter in Hyderpura and handed them over to their families amid protests in the valley. Mohammad Altaf Bhatt, a businessman, and Mudasir Gul, a dental surgeon turned businessman, were killed in a controversial encounter with the police on Monday evening at Hyderpura in Srinagar. The police said that two terrorists were also killed in the encounter and two pistols were recovered from the site. One of them identified as Amir Ahmad Marge, who was working as an office boy at Mudasir Gul's office. All the four people killed in the operation were buried at some nondescript place in Handwara, North Kashmir. The police had cited law and order problems to deny bodies of the businessmen to their families. But after intense protests and outrage, the Jammu and Kashmir administration was forced to order a magisterial inquiry into the controversial encounter on Thursday and eventually handed over the bodies of Mudasir Gul and Muhammad Al-Tafbhat to their families late last night. 
The burial of the bodies was conducted by the grief-stricken families today during dawn. The families were strictly instructed by the authorities to ensure that the burial takes place before morning. It is also important to note that since the last two years, the bodies of terrorists and also those killed in police action were not being handed over to the families. Those who protested against the denial of bodies have been charged by the police. The area deforested in Brazil's Amazon forest reached a 15-year high after a 22% jump from the prior year, according to the official data published by the government. The National Institute for Space Research showed that the Brazilian Amazon lost 13,235 square kilometers of rainforest in 12 months between August 2020 to July 2021. This area is nearly 17 times the size of New York City. That's the most deforestation that has been reported since 2006. The BBC reported today that deforestation of the Amazon has increased under President Bolsonaro, who has encouraged agriculture and mining activities in the rainforest. The high numbers come in despite repeated assurances by the president to curb illegal logging. It is also crucial to note that during November's climate change conference in Glasgow, Brazil was among a number of nations who signed a major deal to end and reverse deforestation. Brazil, as a home to the majority of the world's largest rainforest, is seen as a crucial player in curbing global warming. The Amazon's trees absorb vast amounts of carbon dioxide that would otherwise warm the planet. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel.